all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm your host, Alyssa. Thanks for joining me. Uh, tonight, I have my friend Amber here again. Say hello, Amber. Hey, everyone. We are going to continue this amazing episode. Yay! <laughs> Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, 90210, P.S. I Love You, Part 2. And here's a funny thing, Amber. <laughs> You're already making me laugh. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Well, you know what I'm going to say, because I talked talk to you about this already. No. So uh, we did not stop at the ha- halfway point. We stopped over the halfway point. I thought that we were on there for a long time. Yeah. I didn't. I don't remember Donna falling down the stairs in the first half of that episode. And I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> it's okay. It's so fun. this will be a little shorter. It'll be a little shorter. It'll be okay. Before we get started... Um, I just want to um, say thank you for the condolences for losing uh, my dog Dexter. Um, it was kind of a it was kind of a very unexpected thing. We took him to the vet. He was 14 years old. We took him to the vet for his routine exam, and he had a heart attack at the vet. They had to do CPR on him, and he and they had to give him oxygen. And then he died before I could get there to say goodbye to him. Aww, it was so rough, and it was the day it was the day before my birthday, you guys. So every birthday now, I'm going to be thinking of that. I mean, he was old and everything, but the way he went was just very yeah. unexpected. It just, it was, you, you don't expect to see a dog just die at the vet. Like when you take him for a routine, you know, exam. So rest in peace, little Dexter. I called him, I called him a uh, doodle, my little doodle. Mm. It's okay. He'll, he's up there with Chucky, my other dog. <laughs> We've had a rough time with our pets lately. Okay. Uh, Amber. Yeah. Uh, last week I went to, uh, for my birthday, I tried to have as much fun as I could, you know, under the circumstances. So I went to the, to the um, aquarium of, of the Pacific in Long Beach Ooh. and it was really cool. I got to pet a jellyfish. I got to pet a stingray. You ever pet a stingray? No, I haven't. It sounds so much fun. It was actually really cool. They were so cute. They literally like put their heads up out of the water to get a pet on the I, head. They're like, I'm not kidding you. Trained. And ha- it was so cool. And what did Preston think? Preston hated it. He screamed <laughs> the whole time. He's like, I don't want to. And Cisco <laughs> did, you know, the jellyfish were really cool too. You have to like touch their, they call it the bell, the top of them, the bell. And they just kind of, just kind of like, you know, um, shrivel up a little bit but they're so cute yeah they shrivel up (laughs) what did you do last saturday okay you're gonna laugh okay good i need to laugh there's a craft place in town that my mom and i go to on a regular basis and we do all types of different crafts there's quilting there's sewing on sewing machines So I always look at the calendar. And so what I did was I decorated my own water, hot, cold water. um, What do you call it? Tumbler. It's like a. Oh, uh yeah. Yeah. And I put glitter on it. You spray it with some kind of glue. And then I, of course, did purple glitter because I love purple. I love glitter. And then yeah. the guy that owns the shop, he asked me, of course, well, 
do you want to do the next step or do you want me to do the next step? Because it's going to be in a day. And I said, oh, it's okay. You can do the next step for me. So I'm not. Well, what was the next step? It was spraying sealant on the glitter so the glitter doesn't fall off. And oh, have okay. to wait gotcha. for the first level or layer to um, dry. And so I said, no, you go ahead. You do that. I'll pick it up in a week. And then he offered to print out my name on the Cricut. And then my, it will be purple glitter. And then Amber will be on the tumbler, the glitter tumbler. So I'm pretty excited. Cool. Yeah, I'm a nerd, but I enjoy it. And then you have something coming up this Saturday, yes, right? You're going to laugh about this one too. Okay. <laughs> I'm a kid from the 80s and 90s. Okay. Same. So yeah. I'm from Santa Barbara and at University of Santa Barbara, they do film screenings of movies. And this is going to be Jurassic Park on Saturday. So you watch the movie. And then afterwards, the screenwriter is there. And there's question and answers about how he made the movie, why he made the movie, all that good stuff. So that is what I'm doing. That sounds so fun. I wish I could go up there and go with you. I love that movie. It's free, too. You could come, actually. How cool would it be if Steven Spielberg just showed up? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to come. Oh, Can we talk about that movie for a second? Uh, that movie scares the hell out of me. Still, really? to this day. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds cool. I'm not doing... Oh, we actually... Uh, uh, Saturday is my six-year wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. We remember my wedding? It was such a fun time. Yeah, it was. Okay, well, <laughs> let's go ahead and get on the show. Now... Amber, I was so mad at myself that we forgot this. What? We were talking about what ha- what happened in season five, you know, oh. and we went over everything except one huge thing. Kelly was in a cult. <laughs> Professor Finley. How did we forget this? We talked about the fire and Emily Valentine and we forgot yeah, this. Because what led her to go to the cult was the fire. Right. Yeah. What was the, what was the name again? The new, but you know, I did a whole paper on cults in college because I took, I took a psychology of religion class. Uh Uh-huh. This is going to be interesting. So I did all my research and there's certain criteria or um, I shouldn't say criteria, but there's a lot of coincidences of, of cults. They have a lot of similarities if you look at cults. For example, Charles Manson, it was called The Family. There's always a name to the cult. There's a, like a, the, the something. Yeah, it's a bonding. Yeah. They find broken people that have mm-hmm. been traumatized or in some way, and they offer them something that will help them get through and we care about you. We love you. I saw an episode actually speaking of cults of everyone loves Raymond. I don't know if you ever watched that show and the older brother gets in a cult and they all have to wear Hawaiian shirts. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a bad cult. (laughs) That is funny. I have the name here. 
The New Evolution. Oh. Mm-hmm. Professor Patrick Finley. Wasn't he in a wheelchair? Yes, from a hang gliding accident. He reminded me of Mr. Torkington. Yeah. From, from our high school, our, our high school science teacher. I never Okay. <laughs> he was awesome. He had that, he had a dog. I don't remember her name, Sandy. But you, I think his dog's name was Sandy. But you couldn't pet the dog. No, you couldn't pet the dog. It was a service dog. Couldn't touch the dog. Speaking of colds, I think I talked about this last week, but I was talking about the, uh, the dark side of the nineties. sounds familiar. Okay. So there was an episode about colds. There was an episode about the heavens. Gate. Oh yeah. Oh my God. What a bunch of freaks. Okay. Didn't they castrate themselves? Yes. And carry a bunch of quarters around in their pockets in case they said that they were aliens. They were not humans because of- and that their mothership was coming for them. In the next life or something the, weird like that. Oh my god, comment, that was creepy. Hey Bob, comment. <laughs> no, it had a different name. Halle Bob. Yeah, not Hey Bob. <laughs> yeah, and then they also talked about David Koresh. Oh yeah, yeah, and they all and the Branch Davidians. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was a really creepy episode. My, the 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 cult that uh, makes me the most disturbed is the uh, Jim Jones cult. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Drink oh, man. I can't even, I can't even talk about it. Comes from. And the leaders of the cult always have a special connection to a higher power that no one else It's has. It's always like a religious mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. It is. So what was it that Patrick Finley wanted from Kelly? Was it just like her body? He just was like, like creeping on her. Cause she didn't have any money. It was weird. Right. Yeah. He wanted, cause it seemed like he was creeping on all the girls. It wasn't just Kelly. Right. But he wanted Dylan for the money. And then of course. once Dylan started drinking the Kool-Aid, Dylan said, Hey, if you can convince Kelly to get back with me, then Brandon was part of that. Remember he told Dylan to, uh, to talk to Kelly. About yeah. That? Yeah. It was Brandon's idea. Let's go ahead and get started the episode. Sorry guys. Um, I just had to talk about Kelly's cult. Cause that was a huge yeah. part of season five. Huge fire. Okay. Oh, remember the yep. cocaine in the next season. Well, that's the next hey, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been off for 25 years. I don't know how long it's been off. Okay. So. It's been a long time, right? Wait a minute. Didn't they just celebrate the 30th anniversary? They started. We were 13 when that show started. Or 12. Or it started in 90. 90? Yeah. October or something, 1990. Okay, yeah. so we were 11. Wow. <laughs> That's why I wasn't watching it in sixth grade. Same, same. Okay. So where we left off, <laughs> I'm laughing because it was not the halfway point, but where we left off, um, Donna was in the hospital at the ER. She broke uh, her, or she sprained her wrist. Well, Ray sprained her wrist <laughs> for her <laughs> by pushing her down the stairs. And then that was the end of that, you know, and then uh, we come back and this is really weird, Amber. Mm-hmm. I have a clip here. Brandon's hallucinating his parents again. Yes. I'm going to play the clip right now. After all, you did abandon Valor to come here. I called her, told her I was going to be late. She was very understanding. Perhaps you're having second thoughts about bunking down with her? I'm on to third thoughts already, Dad, but we're young. We're able-bodied. We'll be careful. It'll be ecstasy. What's the big deal? Valerie looks up to you. You shouldn't break that trust. Will you give me a little help here, Dad? Oh, yeah. Help him out. Tell him how you almost cheated on me with your secretary. 
almost doesn't count. I resisted temptation. Tomorrow, I'll resist. Tonight, I'm gonna roll in the mud and do me a favor. You two, don't show up. It could be very traumatic for all of us. He's got a point. I don't feel right about this, Jim. Wait a minute. If you guys really cared, you wouldn't be running off to Hong Kong and leaving me all alone, now would you? What we just heard, it doesn't sound like it's a... Uh, uh, it sounds like there was something cut out of the speech. It starts on a very strange note. Like, like, Brent, like maybe they cut off some of what Cindy was yeah, saying. Yeah, Cindy's basically saying Valerie is throwing herself at Brandon. And how can he not drink the kool-aid <laughs> right how can he not go Cindy, with her and jim's like right. well i didn't go after my secretary so he brings up a- <laughs> <laughs> i have a note about this <laughs> okay that was in his fantasy <laughs> she wasn't after him she had a fiance in chicago <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember her Dottie. Oh, Dottie. What a, the only time I ever heard that name Dottie was from League of Their Own. Uh, remember there's a Dottie? Yeah. So I have that in my notes. I said Amber, she was not into him. <laughs> Exclamation mark. Alyssa's the only one into him with suspenders on. Hey, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we have Steve, who really wants to close the deal or seal the deal with L. <laughs> And did you see that growl he does? Yes. <laughs> that was great. No, I have a question. Where the hell are they? Are they at another like charity function again? No. They go to get gas and then right. it looks like they just go to a bar. So they just go to a bar with L? Yeah. And how can they get in a bar? It just looks. Yeah, they're not even 21 yet. Exactly. Even though they look around the age of 35 <laughs> i didn't i didn't notice if brandon was drinking i imagine he is because he drinks in every freaking scene in this episode <laughs> but i love how steve does that growl yeah. that that's one of the things i love about steve is his little quirks he has Rawr. all right then oh my gosh <laughs> when i was watching this i was laughing my ass off at this whole dylan thing okay so charlie's out on the deck looking for a telescope and he's talking about how he can see Orion. And then Tom, Tom Rose, I still love that name. Tom Rose, the mobster. <laughs> he's, he gets, uh, he's told by one of his goons that Dylan made a call to Christine at the FBI. What a dumbass. Exactly. He made the call from the house. Why can't you wait till you get home to make that confidential call, Dylan? I got an idea. Why don't you take a cab and say, I got to go, I don't know, to the grocery store or whatever. <laughs> I got to go to the grocery store. I got to go get cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. I got to go do, I got to go run and get something and I'm going to use a pay phone and call from there. What an idiot. I think the, the best solution is just get the hell out of there. Yeah. Especially if he knows it's a mobster. Would you want to hang with a mobster? No, I don't I, care if he's I got would, all the money to. F- I would sleep with one eye open. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, Dylan thinks he's so cool, especially with the sunglasses. <laughs> you knew I was going to talk about the sunglasses. Were those, um, were those Ray-Bans? Yeah, those were definitely Ray-Bans. Those were ugly as hell. Uh, I, I mean, it was the 90s yeah. though. 
Okay, so um, we don't really know that Dylan made the call. I just kind of like clued you guys in on that because we don't know yet. <laughs> so spoiler but alert. Christine uh, calls him later back at home and leaves him. Oh yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. I have a clip for that. Which, yeah. which brings up, do you remember back in the day answering machine messages? People leave long messages oh and my not gosh. even think about, wait, who else is listening to this? Oh my gosh. I remember, I remember like freaking out because I didn't know how to, what, what I was going to put on my answering machine. <laughs> Greetings. No, the funniest one was when I, uh, you know, the Ferris Bueller. Yes. You'll reach the Cortland Brothers Mortuary. I had that as my, my message. That's for really time. cool. It was pretty funny. Okay. Uh, the next, okay, now we have a lot to talk about this because this next scene, Amber, would not happen. And you know what scene I'm talking about. This would not happen in this day. It would be offensive. Mm-hmm. So Steve and Elle are making out on top of his Corvette. And uh, Steve, uh, he's... He's like kind of like um, feeling her up. Mm-hmm. And I have a clip here. I've been a very, very bad boy. Really? Give me some sugar, baby. You didn't know. Okay. Amber. Yes. How how wrong is that what Steve just did? I can't even like put into words because it it just happened so quickly. Well, I mean, I know he was surprised. But that screamy does. <laughs> you right. And I, it's funny because, yeah. Well, I was like, well, how old were we? We were um, 16. Yeah. So back then, and, uh, you know, it kind of was, it was, I'm not going to say trans transvestites were like, and, and so she's as a transvestite, right? Mm-hmm. Is this what we, that's okay. what we got. So transvestites, right. That we don't really know. I think we find out, remember, do you remember when she comes back? Yes. And that was good. He makes friends with somebody else. I think it was, it was, it was uh, Claire's dad. Yeah. The chancellor, chancellor Arnold, but back to this scene with Steve. But I think the funniest part is that he pulls out a fake cutlet, basically. Yeah. Yeah. A fake boob. And that's what's so funny. And back then, basically, um, transgender individuals were just seen on Jerry Springer. And oh, yeah. Just made fun of. And I just don't. Well, and that's what they're doing here. It's a homophobic yeah, thing. There wasn't support and, for the community right. at all. And Steve, you know, his manhood is you know, threaten, whatever you want to call it. You know, he doesn't want to admit what's happened. Of happen. course not. He thinks he's a stud all the time. And then yeah. the male voice comes out too from Elle. <laughs> yeah. 
So all okay, now that girl. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So all of those things that Cutlet, the voice saying something to the fact like you knew or like you didn't know or, or something. And and uh, <laughs> I, I my question is, man, she does not look like a man at all. No. At all. she's not a man in real life it's a woman exactly they they somebody dubbed her voice <laughs> i the had man a feeling yeah that wasn't her yeah i did not look to scroll up but she's very pretty very pretty um so i just wanted to kind of bring the uh, point that out that this if this happened on a show these days first of all it wouldn't happen on a show these days but if it did happen on a show if if it, it didn't age well, I guess is the, the best way to describe this. It didn't age well. All right. All right. So let's go ahead and move on from that. Um, Kelly is confronting David and Claire about them telling Brandon about Allison and she's pissed. Yeah. I mean, I probably would be too. She has to understand though. Kelly needs to take res- personal responsibility. Well, I mean, why was she so secretive about exactly. it? Exactly. And it's like, was she maybe considering being with Allison? Who cares if she, but she rejected two men. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. Exactly. She needs to take personal responsibility for how, for her own actions. And come on, these are your close friends. They're always going to rib you, right? That's true. And, David's technically her stepbrother. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't call him that very often, does no. she? No. I, I meant to look up what kind of car Val has. Did we ever find no. out what kind of car she has? Because it's a nice car. Valerie drives an Acura NSX. Oh. Valerie. Yeah. Valerie buys her Acura NSX with money that Jonesy gives her after they pull off their scam against Kevin and Suzanne in Brazil. We got to do that episode. Yeah. I love that episode so much. <laughs> Okay, so Brand is driving Val's car, which we just found out is an Acura NSX. Acuras are yeah, nice. Yeah, Acuras are nice. Oh my gosh, Amber, what? I thought of you so much during this scene. You know why? <laughs> well, he stopped by a cop, and the <laughs> and he's like, "Hello," and you know he has been drinking, but he's not drunk. They can't get him for that. But he's like looking around because it's Valerie's car. Remember, he didn't drive; she drove. And he's looking around for the registration and he gets, he gets a license and he looks at the registration. He, for some reason, he thinks the registration's under the visor. <laughs> Who keeps the registration on the visor? I don't do that. I keep it in the glove no. compartment. The glove box. But then, you know, a joint fa- falls out. <laughs> and my first, and, and then Brandon says, officer, this isn't mine. What does that remind you of? Lindsay Lohan. No, no, no. I thought you were going to get this. Cops. <laughs> Every cops episode. That's not mine, officer. These aren't my pants. Yeah, that's not my pants. John, John. Sorry, Amber and I are huge cops fans. I miss that show bad so boys, much. Bad boys. What you going to do when they come for us? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so so joint falls in his lap. <laughs> officer, this isn't mine. I said, how many times have we seen this on cops? He gets arrested, I get, but he gets like put in like the drunk tank or something. Yeah, he does. And I put, would this happen these days? I mean, honestly, California, would you get arrested for a joint? No. no definitely not. Well, would they, 
uh, where they give them a sobriety test, make them yes. walk the line, look into his eyes yes. with a flashlight. Actually, I, I do have an ex-boyfriend story where he got okay. pulled over leaving Santa Barbara. And he told me that when the cop pulled him over, he was totally smoking weed. And like, he opened the window and like all the, like the smoke went outside. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the cop said, Hey, be honest with me. You know, tell me the truth. Like things are going to go a lot easier. And he was honest with the cop. Come on. He's got it right in front of him. And he said, look, you know, I'm going to go easy on you, but you can smoke weed, but you can't drive at the same time because of the safety of others pick one or the other. And so the cop basically gave him a warning. I mean, this, was, this was recently, this is probably in the last five years, maybe. Yeah. So, well, 1994, we'd, being legal was way away way away from that yeah secretive yeah (laughs) so brandon's in jail dylan and mr rose (laughs) i'm sorry tom rose i always laugh dylan and mr rose are going to scout out locations (laughs) for his paragliding movie um charlie is not there dylan's looking worried and i would be too (laughs) Okay, first of all, Amber, I've seen a, I've seen a lot of mafia movies, mafia shows. <laughs> when things don't go the way you think they're gonna go, you, uh, there's trouble in paradise, you uh-huh. know. So he and he tells him Charlie's going in the other car. <laughs> he's going up. He's going in the other car. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, I have a clip here. Brandon tells Val where he was all night. No, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Brandon, cut it out. Go ahead and ask me where I've been all night. Go ahead, ask me. I want to know. Waited for you until about four in the morning. That's because I was detained by the police, thanks to a joint you had over the sun visor in your car. My car? What happened to my car? Your car is fine. It didn't spend all night in a holding cell. Brandon, what are you doing? Where are you going with my stash? What is your problem? You're lucky this wasn't in your car when they searched it. Brandon, I'm sorry you got busted. Do you have any idea what could have happened to me if I would have tested positive for use? Do you? Well, nothing bad happened. Everything turned out okay, right? No. (laughs) I promised my parents I wouldn't do anything stupid after they left, and everything I've done from that point forward has been a monument to idiocy. Not everything. Don't start with me, Val. I'm supposed to be looking out for you, too. Well, I don't need anybody looking out for me, including you. Good. Your car's out front. Have a safe drive. I'm going to find my own way home. And he's pissed. Oh, and she doesn't seem to get it. She said, well, I was waiting for you up all night. Well, no, she all she cares about is her car. What? And he, he flushes it down the toilet. Whatever she has left in the room. That was stupid. She's not like a she's not like a an addict. I don't think she is. It's just I mean, it's just pot. Just helps me sleep. <laughs> just I'm just a little anxious. But I put on my notes, I hate Brandon and his self-righteous attitude. Yeah. 
It gets a little like old. he was just he was just dissing Sonny Bono <laughs> the night before, getting kicked out for dissing Sonny Bono, knocking into signs, being obnoxious an obnoxious drunk, and he's judging her. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. But he's also seen the light being thrown in the drunk tank, and I've never been there can really sober yeah. you up where apparently his parents hallucination did not help him, <laughs> but the drunk tank I heard is just a cold floor. People are, are puking. They don't clean up the puke. You don't have anywhere to sleep. You're just like in your same clothes. It's just nasty. People are crazy drunk and it's just a holding be- holding place for yeah. yeah, no thank you. He was in a holding yeah. cell. Yeah, that's what it was. Not a drunk tank. I'm thinking of something else. He was probably in the drunk tank when he got <laughs> he total <told him> Mondale. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Steve and Robin, they're playing tennis. <laughs> I love how Steve's like all into Robin because L's a man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so how would you feel if a guy just yeah and then comes back interesting i i'd be wondering what the heck's going on there i would definitely not be into him yeah um i agree i i I, he he's not into her at all i don't think they even hook up do they no no he it's it's one of those conquests he never he never gets (laughs) i'm surprised they didn't bring her back actually I know. Brandon's looking around. He's like, what happened to Elle? Steve's I embarrassed. I love this part. He's like, hey. A what? Is that how he says yeah. it? Yeah. Like, I hey. didn't want to perform. <laughs> it, it just didn't work out. Right. And Brandon's trying. He's not really laughing. He's not understanding. Is he? He's not understanding. He, right. he really is trying to have Caring conversation with with his friends with which is something you would ask me about my dating life hey amber how to go with that guy you were seeing blah 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 so it starts out right. as a regular conversation and whenever somebody says it just didn't work out you know they're lying <laughs> when somebody it goes to a job interview Alyssa, and uh-huh. they ask you so why did you leave your last job it just didn't work out that's like the worst yeah. thing you can say and I think every episode of Seinfeld, when they break up with somebody, there's that phrase too. We got to do a Seinfeld episode. That'd be fun. We will. Yeah. We will. We will. We, we got a lot of things planned for you guys. <laughs> Donna, Ray, and Felice are in the hotel room going over her speech. Ooh, fun. <laughs> Ray disses Donna's friends again. I love when he disses her friends. I, I don't know why. I just That is it. such a bad sign. When your it's a terrible sign. other is cutting down your friends. And I've had that actually with an ex. Oh, really? I, yeah. I didn't tell you. Um, but it really hurt. But it shows somebody's true colors when they have to diss somebody else to make themselves look good. Yeah. Okay, then Brandon is checking out of the hotel. <laughs> For once, he's not drunk. <laughs> he runs into Kelly. 
And I have this clip here of them. Kel, I want to apologize for what I said yesterday. I wasn't exactly myself. I don't think you really left me for Allison. You seemed pretty devoted to the idea at the time. Well, I guess maybe in a way it would be easier for me if that was the case. See ya. You can still love someone without being married. Why does everything have to be over? Kelly, I proposed to you. And Dylan showed up with some world tour. I mean, it was like a weird contest between the two of you, and I was caught in the middle. Do you really think I'd do something like that to you? I'm saying that that's how it felt. Well, let me tell you how it felt from my side. I asked the one person I ever wanted to spend the rest of my life with to tell me that she felt the same way. Turned out I was just another guy. You weren't. You are. Yeah, well, you're going your way and I'm going mine. I guess I didn't know you as well as I thought I did. So you're never going to forgive me? It's not a question of forgiveness, Kelly. There's just no going back. Well, I'm not going to give up on you yet. I'll see you around. Kelly's the victim, huh? I mean, I don't think so. She's shopping. She's okay. She's shopping. <laughs> shopping makes everything better. And then I have this question for you, okay. Amber, because I've always wondered this because the, the you know, Brandon and Kelly have always kind of hinted at being together, you know, throughout the seasons, you know, like when they kissed at the season. Bring dance. Bring dance. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think of, I have, I have it listed here, Brelly, <laughs> Brandon Kelly. What do you think of Brandon and Kelly? Do you think they are meant to be? I feel when they got together, they were both in the same place. That they were into going to school, school activities, that they shared similar interests that Kelly did not share with Dylan because what drove a wedge between Kelly and Dylan was that he was not into school. And exactly. she was. And he didn't want to go out to the, the, the frat parties and well, stuff like that. he's an alcoholic, so I can understand that. But he really doesn't even want to take classes. He doesn't want to be a part of anything. He's a loner. He's yeah. always been a loner. And she's social. And Brandon's social. Yeah. So they enjoy different things together. But that's short-lived because... I truly believe Dylan and Kelly are soulmates. And, oh God. And they just can't let, <laughs> are we going to go there? They can't, <laughs> they, they can't let each other go. Even when he gets married to Antonia or Tony. Oh yeah. And drives away with a cat on his motorcycle. <laughs> he comes back and tries to get Kelly in season nine. Uh -huh. Also, um, he has a kid with Kelly in the uh the new show oh. remember that new show um it was called 90210 i did not watch it okay it was really bad but brent but shannon doherty was in a few episodes because they were teachers yeah. at that? yeah she was a theater teacher i think uh -huh. or i could be yeah. wrong guys don't quote me on that. that's what was in the but, previous um, that i saw yes so they have a son named sammy who's like four years old 
And guess where Dylan lives? Hawaii? No. He lives like in Wyoming on a a ranch. I don't know why that's so funny. It just reminds me of uh, that movie, Eight Seconds. I don't know why. (laughs) He's like, he's a bull rider. We cried during that movie. Oh my gosh. Amber and I saw Eight Seconds together. That was such a sad Lane movie. Frost. Lane Frost. R.I.P. Well, as far as Kelly and Brandon go, I think that they were a very odd couple. Again. But I don't know who Brandon's soulmate is. I don't, I don't know if he even has one. I didn't like any of his other girlfriends. I didn't like Susan and I didn't like Tracy. Oh, I agree. I did not like either one of them. No, they were... They were too, like, I don't know. Well, I don't know how to describe it. I can them, tell but. you the problem, problem with Susan was they were trying to do a similar character to Andrea, the newspaper yeah. thing. And that had been done. And then Tracy was too lovesick, a lovesick puppy with Brandon. Oh, my God. It was, was it, if I remember right, wasn't she trying to get him to sleep with her for like a whole season? Yeah. I remember that. And then she somehow got herself invited to go see the Walshes in Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong. Sorry, I forgot where they moved to. (laughs) I think we all did. (laughs) I think that if anybody is a soulmate for Brandon, it's Aunt Andrea. Andrea. Mm -hmm. Or Mrs. Teasley. But I do not. Now, as, as far as Dylan and Kelly, I don't think they're soulmates. I do think that she did save his life, you know, by calling him before, you know, getting in that car. But I don't know if that's a soulmate. I don't know. The verdict's still out on that. Let's just kind of, let's just table that for now. (laughs) You want want Brenda and Dylan to be together. Well, I love Brenda and Dylan together. Okay. Moving on. The Palm Springs Aerial Tramway. Have you been here, Amber? Yes. I have been. You tell me the information you have. It was built in 1963. Okay. It travels 2.5 miles. And it is 8,516 feet. You can actually, when you get to the very top, you can almost see Las Vegas. Wow. There are 50 miles of hiking trails and um, it is a beautiful view. The most interesting thing is that it has snow up there all year round. So it will be 30 to 40 degrees cooler than on Palm Springs ground floor, which is Palm Springs is very hot during the summer. So if anybody says, hey, I want to get out of this heat, go up on the tram. It's a wonderful experience and you can cool off. And I went up there and people are wearing shorts and they are not expecting to have snow fall down on them, (laughs) which is funny. And there's two restaurants up there. Don't go to the, the cafeteria, though. It's crappy food. Wait a sec. This goes to a restaurant? Yes. Yes. And they take That's really yeah, cool. they take your picture up there, which I have, and you uh-huh. can uh take your 
skiing poles and snowboard and you take your sled up there. Um, it is a little bit bumpy when you go up and I do have a fear of heights, but it's wonderful. And the reason why I went on this tram the very first time is because of this 90210 episode. <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. I, so I knew that serious. was coming. And uh, let me see my notes. There are, there is a list of all the movies and TV shows that were filmed in the building or at the top. And let me name some of the ones that were filmed. I'm not going to go through all 20 to 25, but here are a couple Columbo short fuse and general hospital in 1983. The Bachelorette in 2003. And of course, ours are truly, you know, yes, I love you. And it was interesting, though, because on the list, P.S. I love you is put up with a wrong year. What year did it have? 1994, twice. Maybe it was filmed in 94 and then watched or or viewed in 1995, would they have made an episode a whole year ahead? I don't know. It's really a a cool experience to go check out Palm Springs, go get a date shake in Indio. I remember when you and I did that. Yeah. On the way back from Phoenix. Our 12 hour trip. Oh, that's a long trip. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I want to go there now. So, okay. Question. So you go up to the very top and it's always, you said it's always snowing. It's not always snowing. It's always got, there's always there's snow always around. snow up there. Gotcha. Sometimes you have to go on the hiking trails and because of the elevation, actually, uh-huh. you will watch people be more winded when they're hiking it, it sounds funny, but I was making fun of people that were having problems walking back up the little path. I said, what's wrong with those people? Can't they walk? My mom said, well, come on. Think of the elevation we're at. We're at 8,000 feet. And so then I went and tried to walk back up and it was hard. Yikes. And let me just tell you guys, that building is exactly the same. There have been no changes. It when you walk in, it has these beautiful windows that are, are showing all the views. Of course, when you walk in though, there's a line, not like Dylan who walks in and just goes (laughs) straight to the head of the line. Right. And I, I love how, first of all, they're wearing the jackets, the flasher jackets. Okay. Those jackets are not going to keep you warm up there. Mr. Tour Guy. Okay. <laughs> Who goes to the head of the line in the middle of the day? Oh, we're having a private. Okay, show. wait, I, I have an answer. I have an answer for this. Okay. It was a setup. Exactly. They were all set up. They paid the dude to let him let them go ahead and, and kind of close it for that purpose, you know, that we're getting into here. Cause, cause you, you, you see, you can see like the guy, he's got like the sinister look on his face. Like, 
they must do this on a regular basis trying to scare people. The, the tram employees are probably used to this guy coming by. Oh, and I forgot to tell you guys that the tram, okay, the tram system works on a pulley system. So uh, there's two cars going up mm-hmm. and they actually will wave to each other when they pass each other. <laughs> but one has to pull and the other one pushes, push and pull. Interesting. Yeah, I'm a tour guide. I should totally work there when I retire. Yeah, you should. <laughs> okay, so I also noticed this is kind of like my film, my film class knowledge here. There is a sign when they are driving to the uh, tramway that says wrong way. Oh, good catch. I didn't see that. I don't know why it focused on a sign. And I was like, oh, and then I, of course, I have Dylan sunglasses, LOL. (laughs) The sunglasses are awful, you guys. And Dylan's wearing like a trench coat. Yes. Again, the flasher jacket. He looks like such a douchebag with his sunglasses. He just thinks he's so cool. I love Dylan. Okay, don't get me wrong. I love Dylan. But he looks like such a douchebag in this episode. Um, okay, so Dylan is <laughs> Dylan's so stupid. So he's still wondering where Charlie is. I put, get a clue, Dylan. They throw him into the car. <laughs> That's what I have here. They force Dylan into the tram. <laughs> we see the tram going up. By the way, wasn't that a very long sequence? Yes. It was right. Why did they cut out the Jim and Cindy scene? And you know, why didn't they leave that in and cut that sequence out? I don't know. Maybe it was sponsored by the tram. Sponsored by the tram. But this whole Dylan thing, this is a big deal. Oh yeah. I mean, this gets him into looking into what happened to to his father. They force Dylan in the tram. We see the tram going up, and then we see Dylan with duct tape over his mouth. They, they stop in midair. That was scary. Did you notice that? They stopped yeah. in midair. I didn't like that. My big question is, okay, now we know about DNA. So if they do something to him, they will be able to get the DNA from the duct tape. So they're not That's smart about the, the duct tape. But when this whole scene's over with, did Luke Perry go to the top of the tramway? Did he see the beautiful view to Vegas? Did he roll around in the snow? Did he eat something at the restaurant? That's what I want to know. Because you can't just go halfway to the... They have the towers numbered. They do. They have tower one, tower two. But did they put a plaque in the tram? Luke Perry was here. (laughs) <laughs> you're so funny all right well i have this, i have this clip and this explains what okay. happens you open the door <clears throat> i never expected to be taking you up here like this We know that you tried to call a uh, Christine Pettit last night. What did you want with an FBI agent? 
Well, that's all right. No, that's all right. You, uh, you don't have to tell me. I can guess. I bet, uh, I bet you wanted to know about me. Or maybe you wanted to know if I had anything to do with, uh, killing your old man. Which, by the way, I didn't. But I do know who did. You want to know? I'm sure you do. Everybody else does. Even your friends at the FBI, they've known all along. So you want me to tell you? Because then you'll know too. I'll do it. I'll tell you. You want that? Good boy. Good boy. Close the door. I don't want to hurt you, McKay, but I don't want to ever hear you doing stupid things again. You got that? Hmm? Good. And relax. We got a movie to make. <laughs> so, okay, so Dylan, I mean, for those who don't know what's going on here, they are hanging Dylan out of the tram. Yes, by the flasher jacket, basically. By the- <laughs> <laughs> That's why he needs the jacket, not to keep him warm. And they take his sunglasses and throw him down the canyon. Because the sunglasses are ugly. Well, they are ugly. I- <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Dylan's sunglasses. But basically, like, you-, you guys heard the clip. They know that he's Jack McKay's son. They know he called the FBI. Mm-hmm. They know that Dylan is trying to find who killed his father. And I love how he says, I know who killed your father. Do you want to know? Of oh, course, if he yeah, tells him, no, he's got to kill him. I don't want to know. That's, yeah. that's the only <laughs> time I've seen Dylan scared, except when he was seeing himself as a little boy drinking. That and when he saw his dad blow up. Yeah. That was a little scary. Now, did he call dad or did he call Jack when Jack died? Okay. I, I, fi- I figured this part out. He said dad at first because he said it twice. Then the second time was Jack. I knew you would know. <laughs> yeah. I love that episode. <laughs> I love seeing Dylan's dad look. Oh, for, uh, spoiler alert. Dylan's dad is not dead. Yes. We find that out. He, uh, he faked his death. And went in the witness protection program. I mean, if anybody is spoiled, I, I apologize, but this show is 30 years old, you guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty scary for Dylan. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was a little freaked out when I first watched it. Yeah. That's, that's kind of freaky. <laughs> I put Dylan is probably shitting his pants. He probably was. But in reality... They made sure he was safe and secure. They did it in a studio. They may have done the view from the tram, but they edited and they did not really have him hanging outside the tram. He did not have a stunt double. No. (laughs) Bruce on the loose was not there. Uh, So, okay. Now here's my question. (laughs) Now you wanted to know if he went up to the top of the tram. I want to know how awkward that car ride home was. Yeah. Kill him. So basically he has to be fake and go, whoa, that was great. I really like 
both of you. I think that'll work out great for the movie, guys. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I'm like, that had to have been very awkward. And then Charlie very comes awkward. out and goes, hey, where were you? <laughs> Excuse me for a minute. I have to change my pants. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I have Dylan arrives back at the house and he tells Charlie he's getting the hell out of there. I don't blame him, but he should have got the hell out of there way before that. I love how he says, I need a long bus ride home. <laughs> I love that line. I don't know why. Do you remember why he, he, uh, he, he can't, he can't rent a car. He lost his license. Oh, well, he's not 25. Remember? Either. He, oh, that's, yeah. oh, that's right. Back in the day, yeah. he'd be 25. I remember. I don't know if that's still the law. Okay, so then we're going to Donna's speech. Oh. Kelly sees Ray and Felice hanging out together and thinks it's an odd couple. I agree. Here's another scene that we didn't see where Ray was singing. Because <laughs> Davis says something about Felice being a closet Beatles fan. Oh, yeah, I caught that. And I remember watching the first airing of this or my DVDs that are not edited. And Ray is like in the lobby playing his guitar singing Obla Di Obla Da by the Beatles. And like all the people are joining in and clapping. Obla di, obla da. So that was right before this scene, and apparently they cut it. So none of this makes any sense if you've never seen the original version. Right? Donna isn't joining in, and Felice goes, You could at least basically support your man. He's trying. She's just standing there watching. She's like just standing there watching him. Yeah. I wonder if that clips on YouTube. (laughs) I kind of want to watch it. Uh, okay, so I have that in there that, it, you know, it was cut. And then Val comes along. Right, and I have a clip here with Donna and Val. Obviously, don't know what happened. I know, we heard you. What are you talking about? I saw it, I was there. Look, I was there too, and I don't even know what happened. Look, if you say anything to anyone. Take your seats, please. Take your seats. We've got a big program today. You've got to get started here. Take your seats, please. Look, Donna, I'm not here to do an expose. I just want to let you know that you're not alone. I mean, you have a friend. Do I? Look, I know there's more going on with you and Ray than you let on. And who told you that? It's pretty obvious. Look, just because I don't say anything doesn't mean I don't know. You're not my friend. You're not anyone's friend. Okay, I thought that was pretty harsh when Donna says you're nobody's friend. You have no friends. What did she say? You're nobody's friend. I see the way you are with Ray. You're not my friend. You're nobody's friend. Just because I don't say anything doesn't mean I don't know what's going on. I mean, Donna, you're not sleeping with Ray. He's sleeping with somebody else. If he's not getting it from you, he's getting it somewhere else. Exactly. And the Ray and Val affair is really weird because, okay, I love Val, okay? But she's a whore. Okay, she's a whore. I love Val, but she's a whore. And then I have, I have this right here. The only guy Val hasn't slept with on the show, not just this season, because we haven't got to David and her mm-hmm. yet. The only guy she hasn't slept with is Brandon. Yep. She slept with Ray. She slept with Steve. She slept with Dylan. She slept with David in season six. Who else did she sleep with? Colin. Colin? I think they, were to, they weren't together, though, right? I think they'd broken up. It was, she got, to, she got with Colin after the OJ, the OJ run. <laughs> but I have to say though, 
I thought what, what Donna said was out of her normal goody good two shoes character. And I thought she had mm-hmm. some balls for saying that. And she was standing up for herself, which she never does because That's true. she's just a follower and, Oh, okay. I'm going to be nice to everybody. So it was good to right. see this different side of her character come through. But I think the reason why she said that was because she was trying to protect Ray and she was trying to distract Val for, I know what I saw that she was trying to take the focus off of Ray, basically shoving her down the stairs and put it on Val. Oh yeah. Good point. Yeah. Then I have my note here. Thank God we don't have to hear Donna's boring speech. <laughs> Cause they, she, they don't, they say a little bit, but it wasn't the whole thing. This is my favorite scene in the whole episode. Yes, well, me one too. of them. Dylan runs into Brandon at the bus station. How random is this? Okay, Alyssa. First of all, did you notice when Dylan walks into the bus station and he goes <laughs> right for Brandon? But did you notice the people sitting behind Dylan and Brandon? Yes, I totally saw that. The extras are so bad because i know they're, they're like totally smiling oh my gosh <laughs> they're like laughing <laughs> okay so brandon is sitting there we don't know if he's drunk or sorry if he's hungover or if he's asleep and dylan goes hey <laughs> in his face i love that that's so cute i love it too i love their friendship yeah they have a okay romance and they Dylan's do. got the army bag that I mentioned. Oh, that's my right. dad's army bag. I just think it's so funny how they both end up on a bus. Yeah. I just, I love the ending of this episode so much. Okay. Then I have a clip of Dylan and Brandon talking on the bus. So cute. Okay. So you're hallucinating Jim and Cindy, right? Like good cop, bad cop. You know, my parents was more like good cop, goody, goody cop. Right. Yeah, the subconscious. It's a bitch. So is Valerie. You know, I'm very impressed you were able to resist her. I never could. I always, always caved. Bro, I told you I had a little help from two apparitions and one chief of police. And not to mention a surprise visit from Kelly Taylor. Wish I hadn't mentioned her. I don't know how I could have misread her so much. You wouldn't believe the trip I had planned. We were going... Bro, I had four years of engagement ring payments lined up for me. How'd you manage to get us both so turned around? I don't know. But if it's any consolation, you have multiple lifetimes to think about. Oh, that's comforting. Thank you. Answer me this, Brad. How did we end up on this bus? I don't know. But for once in my life, I'm in no hurry. Neither am I. And I, I put, I love this scene because I, I love the line that he says, how do we both end up here on this bus, Brandon? I love that line. Like I don't know why. I rock bottom. Yeah. 
it's it's funny. It's like Dylan almost died. Mm-hmm. Brandon went to jail. They definitely hit their rock bottoms. And it's just I just love the friendship. And they're talking about Kelly and, and Val. Dylan and Val. I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't resist her. Yeah, and Brandon says, well, I had some intervention from my parents in a hallucination and the cops or something like that. Yeah, and and Dylan's cracking up because he's talking about he's hallucinating Jim and Cindy. (laughs) I wonder if Dylan hallucinates Jim and Cindy. (laughs) And remember what Brandon said. Is it good cop, bad cop? No, it's good cop and goody, goody cop. (laughs) He really is a goody, goody. That's why I like him in this episode, because he's not. You know what I mean? There's a couple episodes where he's like, totally normal party guy, asshole, you know? Donna and Felice talk about Ray. Felice finally approves of him. Remember how many times she like hated mm-hmm. him and she tried to pay him off to leave Donna alone? Okay, first of all, Donna's sleeping with full makeup on. Okay, I did notice that too. Okay. She's taking a nap. She just wakes up from a nap with all her makeup on. And so her mom's in her room packing her stuff up. Okay. And then there's this one moment where they are having a heart to heart about her relationship with Ray. And right. Felice is coming around to Ray. And then Felice says, wait a second. Are you not in love with him anymore? Like she senses some problems. And Donna could have said something in the opportunity. And she just, Oh, she totally could have. And she's not. And she's a battered woman. And so she's going to protect him. And she just said, oh, it's been hard or hard recently or something like that. It's like her mom's like giving her an out. Totally. She wants it. Then he shows up and okay, we're going to go home now. And she doesn't take any luggage with her. I noticed that too. Is her mom supposed to take her luggage? Her mom took her luggage. <laughs> Why is her mom taking her luggage? Ray could have rolled out her suitcase. Oh my gosh. And when I noticed when Ray comes to pick her up, she gives him the death yeah, stare. I would not want to ride in that, that truck home with him. That would be super uncomfortable. The most surprising thing about this episode is she's still with him for quite mm-hmm. a while. And it's... And I, I remember that Felice and, and John, her, her dad, they really learned to lo- like love him. Yeah. Remember? It's, like he's going like on their, their yachts with them. It's the honeymoon period again. Dr. Martin. Did he ever hit her though? Like, did he ever hit her in season six? I don't think so. But he threw that tray table at Val. Yeah, he, he did something pretty bad that sh- made her stop talking to him. Yeah, we- was it was it the affair with 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 Val? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when they go to the convent, that's when she really confirms it with Val, and that's right. when she goes all back to LA and is I think it gave, it's done. Yeah, it gave her finally a reason to break up with him. Right, and then he gets stalkerish with her. Yeah, and then that's when he she starts dating Joe. So they go home. Brandon and Dylan arrive at the at Casa Walsh. <laughs> and Brandon notices the sign says sold. It literally sold like in what, two days? Mm-hmm. 
Then we go to Dylan's house. So the, the, I guess they just kind of leave it there. Then we go to Dylan's house, and I have this clip uh, from his answering machine. Message for 9 a.m. Dylan, it's Christine again. I just got back to my office at the Bureau. I don't know if you got my other messages, but please don't do anything until you talk to me. The people in the desert you asked me about are very dangerous. We're very close to arresting the men who killed your father, and this is not the time to get involved. Don't do anything, okay? No, Christine. Not okay. About the gun. Yeah. Because he has a gun. That is so scary that he gets it out. (laughs) Wait, you know what I'm going to say? He had it in season five when he was on drugs. Yeah. But Brandon took it away. Remember Brandon says. So where did this gun come from? Did he have a secret one? I'm trying to think where. I don't remember him getting a gun from when he got back from rehab. I don't remember that. Something's not adding up. He got another gun. No, it's, it's, it's definitely um, an issue. On the answer machine, we just heard, Christine says, we're very close to catching the man who killed your father. Why would she say that? Why don't you just say, call me? If they're so close to catching the man who killed his father, why is he even trying to pursue this in season six? Does he not believe her? Dylan wants to do it on his own. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. You're right. He wants to kill the man that killed his father. Right. So Tony Marchette killed, in air quotes, (laughs) killed Dylan's father. We all know Dylan's father's not dead. Which, if you think about it, Amber, is such a cop out. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't Jack try to secretly contact Dylan now after all that time you would think so maybe he did try but remember Dylan was living with Brenda in London and Hawaii and wherever the hell else he was living Paris <laughs> Fiji I don't know where the hell he was living <laughs> he like totally disappeared Wyoming. for three seasons you know yeah Wyoming Brandon's watching home movies of him and Brenda's birthday party fifth birthday party so cute. And there's a Smurf cake. Did you know it's a Smurf no. cake? I had a Smurf lunchbox, though. But Valerie comes home and he's not even mad at her. He's like, hey, Val, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, I only went to jail because of you, but I guess I'm okay now. Because, you know, I had a little epiphany on the bus with Dylan. <laughs> Anyways, and it shows Valerie as a kid. And it actually kind of looks like her. The little mm-hmm. girl kind of looks like her. And, you know, Brandon, of course, is like wearing like... Uh, preppy clothes five-year-old wear preppy clothes brenda's cute and uh it's just a really cute little movie that's like the only time we ever see brenda <laughs> technically that's the only time we ever see brenda yeah. the whole se- the whole rest of the show yeah they really they cut her out basically when yeah. she mentioned her again, yeah. the only mention of her was dylan sent something when it went to brenda right right it was always like off screen there was like a letter that came from her telegram brandon said did you see the for sale sign and they say like you know then i have this clip of them and this ends the episode brandon come on look smile smile at the camera 
Well, I'm glad you got back safely. I hope you can forgive me. I think there's a little too much history between us not to. Yeah, we can't let sex and drugs ruin our longtime friendship. Friends? It's all we should be. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Look at that! <laughs> well, back to reality. Yeah. Did you check out the sold sign in the front yard? Yeah, I was hoping it was a mistake. Got two weeks to get out of here. happen in two weeks. seeing Brandon and Val make out yes because I thought he came to the conclusion that this was not a good idea to hook yeah. up with her so do they really do it or do they not well we find out in season six they don't mm-hmm. and why all right well that's the end of season five that season was so good I- I'm sorry like I-, I have two favorite seasons in, in the show Season two and season five and season five almost might beat season two. Like there's so much going on. It's almost like they just had new writers. Yeah. Like they just reinvented the show mm-hmm. again. It's a different energy. I, I like season four, but there's a lot of like after school special type episodes in season four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But this one was like more, much more adult. Uh-huh. I, I really, I really liked it. We'll be doing more. We'll be doing okay. more of these and we'll, We'll definitely be doing Golden Girls. We'll definitely be doing... I, I think we should do a Party of Five. You yeah. know, like, Party of Five wasn't streaming for the longest time. Now you can't... I think now it's on Hulu. So you can definitely see Everything's on Hulu. on Hulu now. Amber, this has been fun. Totally. We will definitely be seeing you again. Thank you for coming on my podcast. Thank you for having me. And... This one was fun. Well, I mean, I don't live in your town, so I can't watch these with you. So it's kind of fun to talk about it them. Is. And... Right. It just reminds me of what we were high school. Yeah, what we were doing and we looked up to yeah. these characters and oh, you know, I wouldn't be like that when I grow up. I know it sounds lame or oh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to be like that or you know, or just and laughing. Even when we were that age, we would we would pick up on stuff and be like, "Dude, that's so lame." Like why are they doing that? You know, your, your teenage experiences. So, but also what I've noticed, and this is the same with Seinfeld, like you go back and you watch it as an adult and you get a lot uh-huh. more things. When you watch it again. <laughs> yes. This coming mother's day, I'm going to be doing a nanny episode with my co-host Stefan. It's called, uh, I don't remember mama it's from season one. This is the first mo- uh, nanny episode I've, I'm going to do. You haven't done one before? Nope. Not one. Well, what I, what I love ab- about the nanny is it's I Love Lucy. It's 100% I Love Lucy with, with Fran and Val. I love the, her mom Lucy and Ethel. in there and her, her grandma. 
Sylvia so and Yetta. And then the um the sexual tension between Cece and uh-huh. what is the butler's name? Niall. I love how they're always making fun of each other. They're one like yeah. Oh, that's the best. I love that show. I'm not a huge I'm not a, I'm not huge on season 1, but I did watch this episode and I really enjoyed it. So, I might have to watch some more season 1s. Yeah, that's going to be next week and then I think I'm going to do a Teen Mom after Ooh. that. Yeah, I'm going to do Teen Mom season 5 episode 2. Well, that's what's going to be coming up, you guys. Amber, thank you again and anything else? No, I think we we covered it all and I, think I we, want everybody I think we covered all of season 5. Everybody needs to go on the Palm Springs tram. Yes, that's what I want. Maybe I should do that for my anniversary on Saturday. Yes. <laughs> Just pick up and go to Palm Springs. It's very Preston could go with us. Up on top and you can do a night tour. I wonder if it's open uh, since COVID. Oh, yeah. I've been there since COVID. I was there during COVID. Were you? And there was only like five people on the tram. They wouldn't like do the whole, the whole car full anymore. Usually there's like. 50 people crammed into a tram is this right in palm springs or is it outside of palm springs it's in palm springs but you have okay. to drive up this gnarly road oh really yeah it's like in the mountain that sounds fun all right amber well i will we'll be seeing you very soon for uh, another probably a 90210 or something we'll yeah. figure it out and happy mother's day oh yes happy mother's day everybody bye okay, bye